After praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one that there's none that has the right to be worshipped except Him, who has bestowed upon us blessings in abundance, those blessings that are numerous, those blessings that are apparent and hidden. And there's none that has the right to be worshipped except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We testify and bear witness. That none has the right to be worshipped except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's alone without having any partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad ibn Abdullah is his servant and his messenger. May the peace and salutations of Allah be upon him and his family. And upon all those who follow, upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day. So proceed, Ikhwan, فنواصل معكم في هذا اليوم المبارك عونا من الرحمن الرحيم. So we continue in this blessed and noble night of ours, seeking the aid and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. مستفيدين متعلمين من علم الحديث من علم الحديث. As we continue to learn. From the science of Al-Hadith. From the science of Al-Hadith. فَأَيْنَ وَصَلْنَا يَخْوَانَ إِلَىٰ أَيِّ حَدِيثٍ Which hadith have we arrived at? We memorized the Wahid Ashar. Ahad Ashar, hadith number 11. طَيْبْ فَمَنْ حَفِظَ الْحَدِيثِ يَخْوَانَ وَيُرِيدُ أَنْ يَقْرَأَ So who memorized tonight's hadith and wants to recite? Hadith number 11. Hadith. Number 11. Man yurid an yaqra' Who wants to recite firstly, Yaqwa? Anabi Muhammad ibn Hassan ibn Ali ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu anhi Siddu Rasulullahi wa rayhanatihi Qala Habibtu Habibtu min Rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Da'ma yuriduka ila ma yuriduka Awal tabi'i wa masayi 
Tirmidhi wa Nisa'i Ahsanta Ahsanta Taik wa Barakallahu Fikum And may Allah bless you Wa Jami'akum And all of you Akhwah Taik wa Man Ba'da Anyone else memorize tonight who wants to recite? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim An Abi Muhammadin Hassan Ibn Abi Talib Sibti Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Wa Rayhanatuhu Qala Hafiztum Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Dama Yaribuka, Mala Yaribuk, Rawah Nisayu Tirmizi, Wakala Tirmizi, Hadisun Hassan Sahih. MashaAllah, Sant, Sant, Wabarakallah, Fina Fikum, may Allah bless us and you, Wajamiana, and all of us here. Hafiz Shaykh, Tab, Halabi Muhammad Al Hassan bin Ali, Sutta Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, or Halabi. قال حفظت عن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم دعم يريبك إلى ما لا يريبك رواه الترمذي والنسائي قال الترمذي حديث الحسن الصحيح ما شاء الله أحسنت أحسنت جميلا جميلا وبارك الله فيكم مي لابلس من من نسائنا any of our sisters memorize and wants to recite tonight طيب ماسي حفظت أنت you memorize tonight
الابداع رواه والنسائي وقال الترمذي حديث حسن صحيح ما شاء الله احسنتي احسنتي طيب نبدا ان شاء الله ليس بجن يا اخوان بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم طيب حفظنا تعبيرا من احد الكبار ائمه الحديث فما هو we learned a phrase a phrase or an expression from one of the major scholars of hadith من السلف from the salaf فما هو what's the phrase that we learned ولا يسمعه الا منه غالبا and you're not going to hear this phrase except from him usually he's the only one that says the likes of this of the fatah Hasanun Sahih. This phrase, This phrase here, the hadith is Hasan Sahih. Nobody uses this phrase usually except for Imam Al Tirmidhi. Imam Al Tirmidhi. أن الترمذي هو جبل من جبال العلم من جبال العلم. Sometimes we forget يا إخوان that a Tirmidhi is a mountain of knowledge from the mountains of knowledge. فالذي يدل على شأنه أنه من تلاميذ من. From that which points to his status is that he is a student of who. البخاري فجميع طلاب البخاري من الجبال صح بلا شك ولا ريب all of the students of Bukhari are mountains of knowledge no doubt about it خاصة هذا الإمام especially this Imam التلمذي قال البخاري عن التلمذي رحمه الله تعالى قولا عظيما إمام البخاري mentioned the statement about التلمذي ولعله ما قال هذا ما قال هذا الكلام إلا عن الترمذي ما قاله عن مسلم ما قاله عن غير الترمذي فما هو إمام البخاري mentions a statement a tremendous statement that shows the status of a الترمذي and you don't find that Bukhari said this about no one else not even Muslim who knows what he said only said this about الترمذي not none of his other students who knows? It's a tremendous statement. Tremendous statement. I'm not sure it's for him or somebody. But he said, when you want to find the how the sifat al khalqiyah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. No. Look at the Sunnah of Tirmidhi. Okay, close. Jamilan. Okay. Al Bukhari قال رحم الله تعالى عن Tirmidhi. قال استفدت قال استفدت منه أكثر من من ما استفاد مني أو كما قال رحمه الله البخاري the sheikh said about Tirmidhi I Bukhari benefited more from him than he did from me Tirmidhi طيب Tirmidhi هو من تلاميذ البخاري بخاري هو sheikh والمدرس Tirmidhi الطالب remember Bukhari is a teacher Timothy didn't 
teach Bukhari, meaning he didn't, uh, Bukhari didn't sit in his classes. No, he was the teacher of the classes. He said, he said, I learned from him. I benefited from him more than he benefited from me. And that shows the status of the Imam Al-Tirmidhi. Al-Mutakallam Al-Bukhari. The one who's saying this is Bukhari. That's tremendous. Anastafattu minhu aktaru mimma stafada minni. Anastafattu minhu I benefited from him more than he benefited from me. Why is this tremendous? Who knows? Why is this strange? Usually teachers, huh? uh, students uh, get benefit from the teachers. Hey, use is the opposite. Teachers don't really benefit from their students usually. This shows the status of the great Imam at Tirmidhi. <laughs> he says, leave off that which you doubt. What is doubt? Write this down, What is doubt? Doubt, you're going to write. Is that which the, the, the servant is not certain of. Anything you're not certain of is doubt. It is that which the servant is not certain of. Next benefit. Doubt is the opposite of certainty. Doubt is the opposite of certainty. So for doubt, I want you to write, It is that which the servant is not certain of. He doesn't have certainty. He doesn't have certainty. Alright, one of our sisters repeat. What is doubt? Raise your voice slightly. That which the servant is not certain about. One of our brothers, Sheikh Zayd, come on. That which the servant, that which the servant, he's not certain. Certainty is the opposite of doubt. If the servant believes in Allah, the sister, the brother believes in Allah, but they have doubt in their belief. I don't know, I'm doubtful. Is Allah above the heavens? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Is Allah the all-seer? He sees, but is he the all-seer? I'm, I'm doubtful. Allah Ta'ala, yasma' kulla man yatakallam. Allah is the all-hearer. He hears everything, everyone who speaks. I'm doubtful here. If he has doubt in his iman, he's not a true Muslim. He's not a true believer. And we seek refuge with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala from that.
Like yeah, sound aqid, the sound to heat. But let's say a thought of like shit or a thought of something comes to him. Uh, just a doubt, uh, a doubt uh, or a thought yeah. just comes to him. Yeah. Now, what does he do? He should repel it. And yes, there'd be Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, awwal amina shaitan rajim. Firstly, he should repel it and seek refuge with Allah ta'ala from the cursed shaitan. وَإِذَا الْأَمْرُ الْأَمْرُ فِي الْإِيمَانِ يَقُولُ أَشَدُّ وَنْ لَا إِلَهَ اللَّهُ وَشَدُّ وَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا رَسُولُ اللَّهُ And if it's something of belief, after seeking refuge with Allah against the cursed shaitan, he should acknowledge his shahada. أَشَدُّ وَنْ لَا إِلَهَ اللَّهُ وَشَدُّ وَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا رَسُولُ اللَّهُ I bear witness, I testify that none has a right to be worshipped except Allah and that Muhammad is the Messenger do the angels write down thoughts that we have? The answer is no. Just imagine, if we were held accountable for our thoughts, who would survive? <laughs> Nobody would, would be successful, ya Not the women, not the men. Nobody would be successful, ya Sometimes you're alone, and you have to seek refuge from your own self. That's how evil our thoughts are sometimes, Yekhwan. The soul is amara to the soul. The soul, Yekhwan, is compelled, not compelled, inclined will be a good word, inclined to do evil. You have to antahbisa nafsaka and la tatba'a You have to, we have to control ourselves not to do wrong, not to follow the wrong thoughts. Sometimes we have wrong urges. Sometimes we have wrong desires and we have to control our thoughts. We have to control our actions. The soul is naturally inclined to do evil. The soul is not inclined to do good. It's naturally inclined to do wrong. Sometimes a woman walks past, you have to control yourself as a man not to look there. Sometimes some song comes on, like me, I was raised in America, Juan, wa semirtu. And I've heard things with these two ears that I hope no one else hears here. For example, so it's hard to live here. And some of the brothers, they say, I want to go to America. One of the brothers I remember in Yemen, I said, Why do you want to go to America? Why do you want to go to America? He said, He said, I want to go to America because your streets are gold. I thought he was making it up, imagining something. No, he was speaking reality. I said, What do you mean our streets are made out of gold? He said, the brother said, I saw with my own eyes on the TV 
I saw a movie. There was a woman walking with a dog with another man who didn't have no brains and another man who didn't have a heart and another man, perhaps he was an animal, and they were walking on this gold street. You see, that was a movie. That was the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that wasn't real. <laughs> he said, He said, I saw with my own eyes. They were walking on the gold street. He said, I want to go to America to see that gold street. I said, that doesn't exist. Yeah, that's a movie. That's not reality. But in his mind, he thought that was real. Another brother said, I want to go to America because I just want to Ash'aru be Mada Al-Fard or Mada Al-Shita. He said, I want to go to America because I want to experience the winter. I want to see snow. I want to feel it. You imagine a brother and sister never felt snow. In America, uh, Yemen doesn't snow there. And they wear winter coats and gloves. And it's like our springtime. I remember coming out in the Fajr time, and they're all bundled up. And it's springtime for you to have a hoodie on, maybe a scarf. And they're cold, mashallah. You came in the wintertime, yaakhi. Hey, this is spring, alhamdulillah. At any rate, they never experience snow there. So a person may have a reason why they want to go to a country, ikhwan. However, la'allahum yajhalu an but sometimes they forget the evil that's in that particular land you want to go to. And a astahdiru waqtan da'ana al-shaykh Abu al-Fida min Yemen and yet and ya'tiya ila Amerika lid-da'wa. You repeat his name one more time? The brother? Yeah, your Abu Fida. Ma'amar al-Qadisi. It's one of my favorite mashaykh that I ever studied with you, Ikhwan. When I say Sheikh and I don't say a name, I'm usually talking about him. If I just say our Sheikh said, and you all wonder who Sheikh is talking about, it's usually him. Abu Fida Ma'amar Al Qadisi. And I heard he was in jail there, Ya Ikhwan. And may Allah make it easy on the scholars and students and knowledge in Yemen. So, in the lands of Al Yemen, Ya Ikhwan, I remember, I was about to give you guys a, a nice little narration, Ya Ikhwan. It's funny. Maybe we wait till the sisters leave, inshallah ta'ala. Sometimes we can't really be ourselves because the women are there, ya At any rate, so a Sheikh Abu Al-Fidah, Ma'mar Al-Qadisi, I have a lot of stories with him, ya One of my favorite Mashaykh. I remember when I, I first got sick there in Yemen, I think I had malaria or something like that, and the Sheikh came to our house to visit us. And I'm like a sloppy person. And I'm not, you guys are my brothers and sisters, I can tell you, ya ikhwan. I don't have, I don't really arrange stuff good. I'm not really a, uh, a neat guy. I don't really care about those things in Quran. At any rate, so the Sheikh came to visit and my books were everywhere. Everything was everywhere. You couldn't sit down. So my, my wife at the time said, hey, the, your Sheikh is here. I said, what do you mean my Sheikh is here? He said, your Sheikh is at the door. So we did the best cleanup we could in 45 seconds to let the Sheikh come. At any rate, he's one of the ones that he wasn't the biggest sheikh, memorizing-wise. I had other scholars that were bigger than him, but I benefited more from his manners. He's the one I've never heard raise his voice ever. Ever. I've never saw him get angry. Ever. And he has some of the baddest children you're ever going to meet in your life. They were memorized, but they were bad. At any rate, you never saw the sheikh lose his cool. You never saw the sheikh raise his voice. You never saw him argue. 
and his, how he was in his debates. Some of the people try to argue him. He would make dua for them. He was so hospitable and so mannerful. We learned a lot from him, ya Quran. So his name is Abu Fida Ma'mar Al Qadisi. Let's continue, ya Quran. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Qala Rawahu Tirmidhi wa Nasa'i wa Qala Tirmidhi wa Hadith wa Hasan Sahih. This hadith is collected by Imam at Tirmidhi and Imam al Nasa'i. And Imam al Tirmidhi said, The hadith is Hasan Sahih. Who is the only one you're going to hear this phrase from? Tirmidhi. Qala al Hadith wa Kama Qala Tirmidhi wa Sahih. As Shaykh Uthameen he says, This hadith is just like a Tirmidhi says, it's authentic. لكن في جميع بين كونه حسنا وكونه صحيحا إشكال. He says, however, putting them together that the hadith is Hassan and Sahih, he says this brings some some issues here. لأن المعروف أن صحيح من الحديث غير حسن. He says because it's known, he's arguing that that understanding. He says because it's known that the hadith that Sahih is not a Hassan hadith. لأن العلماء قسموا الحديث إلى صحيح لذاته وصحيح لغيره وحسن لذاته وحسن لغيره وضعيف. Because the scholars of Islam divide hadith into how many categories? Three. One of our sisters, what are they? Hasan, Sahih, and Daif. He says, they say, the hadith are Sahih لذاته, Sahih لغيره, Hasan لذاته, Hasan لغيره, and Daif. Three categories. How is it three categories, but we mentioned one, two, three, four, five? How do we say five is three? Three subcategories. Hey, subcategories. Remember, we're not talking about math. We're not talking about math. I'll give an example. With regards to the categories of Tawheed, how many types are there? Three. Some say three. Right? Two. Some say two. One more. Four. Some say four. Some scholars say there are three types of Tawheed, some say there are two types, some there are four. Ithnan, Talatha, Ithnan, Arba'ah. How can three and two and four all be the same? Who can explain? Some say three, some say two, some say four. We're saying three, two, and four are all the same. It's like the two into one. Huh? It's like two ones. So some of the scholars, they pit the two into one. Hmm? You can say that. Like one into two. Some pit the two, the one into two, two into one. It depends on how they're breaking it down. You say no one's in the masjid except one family, and then you come in. There are five sisters and five brothers. Contradiction or no? You go outside. We shoot the hoops. One of the brothers say, "Man fil masjid." Who's in the masjid? I say, "La yujadu wahidun fil masjid illa aliyatun wahidatun." I say, "No one's in the masjid, Ikhwan, except one family. Just one family is there." And the brother comes in, he sees five sisters, one, two, three, four, five, and five brothers. He says, the brother said one family is five of them and five of them. Contradiction? Who can explain? All of them are in the same family. So it depends on how you break stuff down. Ibrahim was traveling with his beloved wife, alayhi salatu salam. The enemy came to him. They said, who is this one? He says, she's my sister. Did he lie? No. The answer is no. How did he lie? <coughs> That's his sister in Islam. He didn't lie. That's called 
Some people say it's called Jawaz uh, al-Kibir As our sister said, a white lie, small lie, small lie Some people say permissible lying In reality, it's none of that It's Tadlis Tadlis is not a lie He's walking with his wife Who is this? He said, Ukhti, my sister Meaning in the deen Meaning in the deen If you have doubt, that's correct. If you have doubt issues of your religion. That's correct, Yehwan. If you have doubt regarding religious affairs, there are many things that are recommended to do. As the people of knowledge, talk to the righteous, be in the company of the righteous, spend time with the righteous, increase yourself in knowledge, all these things to remove the doubt. Doubt. Is not removed except with knowledge. Totally. Okay, so in the two parts, uh, if you have shut no. about what I, 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 I sent down, ask the people of Kitab, mm -hmm. and if you have shut on your religion, ask the uh, Ask the scholars. No, don't ask the scholars, but don't worship any Okay. Inshallah. If a person The person has doubt with regards to what has been sent down upon creation. For example. Somebody has doubt with regards to what Allah Ta'ala has sent down. He should go to, if he's Muslim, the people of knowledge in his religion, or if he's not Muslim, for example, or he wants to verify what has come down to the Muslims, he can go to those people that came before the Muslims, the Christians and the Jews. And this comes in Surah Al-Nahl, Surah Al-Anbiya. The people of Quraysh, what was their main issue? They really had two. The Prophet came to them. The Prophet came to them. They turned away from the Messenger of Allah mainly for two reasons. One, not talking about shirk or not, or tawheed, something about the Prophet. About the revelation? Huh? About what they can't spot on or. Something greater than that one. Close. Huh? You're on the same page, same path? He was a man. He was a man. Their main issue, one of their main issues were two. One of them was, he's claiming to be a messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but he is a man. 
إذا كان رسولا لماذا أن لماذا لم ينزل الله سبحانه وتعالى علينا أو يرسل الله سبحانه وتعالى إلينا ملكا من ملائكة الله. This was their first claim or one of their strongest claims to them. If he's a true messenger, why is he a man? He's a man like us. Why wouldn't Allah Ta'ala send down upon them the uh, an angel? You look at Surah Tayyip, you look at Tafsir uh, Ibn Kathir, Tafsir Al-Tabari, Tafsir Al-Shukani, and they bring the point, Ikhwan, when the Quraysh was against the Messenger والسلام, one of their main reasons was because he was a man. So Allah Ta'ala says, فَاسْأَلُوا أَهْلَ ذِكِرِي إِن كُنْتُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ فِي Surah Al-Nahl wa Surah Al-Anbiya It comes twice in the Quran. Allah Ta'ala says, Ask the people of the dhikr when you don't know. Who are the dhikr specifically? The Jews and the Christians. The ulama min al-Yahud wa Nasara. Umuman generally ahlul ilmi, the scholars. Of any religion you wish. The people of the dhikr are ahlul ilmi, generally, the scholars. Specifically, Allah is talking about the scholars of the Jews and the Christians. Meaning what? What am I going back to them and asking them? You're going back and asking them, هَلْ أَنزَلَ أَرَسَلَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَلَىٰ إِلَيْكُمْ يَا أَيُّهَا النَّصَارَ وَالْيَهُودِ رَجُلًا أو مَلَائِكَةً أو مَلِيكًا مِنْ مَلَائِكَةِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَىٰ إِذَا كَانَ مِنَ مَلَائِكَةً وَمُحَمَّدٌ رَجُلٌ فَمُحَمَّدٌ يَقْذِبُ Allah Ta'ala sent to you Jews and Christians an angel and Muhammad is a man but Allah sent you an angel and Muhammad is a man then Muhammad is lying if Allah sent to you a man from the prophets and messengers and Muhammad is a man also then perhaps Muhammad is telling the truth so this is one of their first arguments so in this regard if you have doubt regarding something like that you're going to go back to the people of knowledge in your religion if you're the Muslim, for example, you want to affirm something of Islam that uh, someone is claiming to be correct now. My Umi, for example, right? <laughs> she wants to confirm and acknowledge the Quran is correct. طيب. So she can go back to the scholars of her religion, for example. Go to the people of not go to the people of the dhikr uh, when you don't know to see. Did Allah Ta'ala send them a messenger from the angels or did Allah Ta'ala send them a messenger from mankind? So that's with regards to the Qur'an also. Somebody has doubt in their Iman. He's a Muslim already, but his Iman is weak. And this happens, Yaqwan. Sometimes we're around people who sin a lot, people who lie a lot, people who curse a lot. One or two things are going to happen. Either you're going to affect them or they're going to affect you. Someone who doesn't curse. And then a sister's around, her girlfriends, her sister friends, and all of them curse. Every two seconds. Speech, mashallah ta'ala. She doesn't curse. But she stays around them, stays around them, stays around them. One or two things are going to happen. Either they're going to stop cursing as much or she's going to start cursing. There's only one or two things can happen. You're going to affect them, they're going to affect you. Likewise with the brothers. Somebody fasts all the time. And his companion eats all the time. Every 20 minutes, hey, what time we having lunch, yachi? A half hour later, hey, what time we having dinner? An hour later, hey, what time we having snack? Two hours later, hey, what? All he does is eat. <laughs> That's some other brothers, yachi. That's some of us. Tell you, this brother fasts a lot. 
his companion eats a lot. One or two things gonna happen. And they stay around each other and they're close, and they're close, and they're close. Either the one who fasts is gonna stop fasting as much because the other brother only talks about food and food and food and food. Or the other brother is gonna stop talking about food as much and he's gonna start fasting. You have a companion who constantly reads Quran. You're on the bus, he's reading the Quran. You're working out, it's not his turn, he's reading the Quran. It's his turn, seven, eight. It's not his turn, alhamdulillah. Usually, you're gonna benefit from him or he's gonna benefit you, for example. Or you're gonna, he's gonna be affected by you or you're gonna be affected by him. Likewise, the sisters. Some of our sisters have good character, mashallah. And some of them don't have good character. And then they mix. The one with good character is either going to benefit her girlfriends, her sister friends, or vice versa. So at any rate, there are many things you can do if you have doubt. The first thing is to seek refuge, for example. Because sometimes doubt comes from shaitan. Sometimes doubt yati min al-jahl. And most times, or sometimes it comes from ignorance. But the only thing, yazulu ashakka al-ilmu. There's only one thing that can remove doubt, and that's knowledge. Knowledge make you certain. If the man he's yusalli, he doesn't know what breaks his salah. He doesn't know. So he has a lot of doubt because he doesn't know. The only thing to remove that doubt is knowledge. Only thing to remove that doubt is knowledge. That's what I would say there, Allah. Good question once again. Our sister has those nice questions here, Khwan. May Allah raise her and her family and all of you, yeah, Khwan. Question Is it allowed to ask a sister for marriage? Sorry. Let's talk about the hadith first, inshallah. May Allah bless you. Where's your Abe? I remember when I first came, your Abe had all those, every question was about marriage and marriage and marriage and marriage and marriage. That's why we are missing him. May Allah bless you. I'll say you say, I'll say you say. قال الإمام النووي رحمه الله عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من حسن الإسلام المر تركه ما لا يعنيه رواه الترمذي وغيره. Some books have Rahu Tirmidhi Waqala Hadith al Hassan. You guys have that in your book? Hadith al Hassan Rahu Tirmidhi Waqayro. Wa'an Abi Huraira Taradiyallahu Anhu Qar. Wa'an Abi Huraira Taradiyallahu Anhu Qar. Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. من حسن الإسلام المر من حسن الإسلام المر تركه تركه ما لا يعنيه ما لا يعنيه حديث حسن حديث حسن رواه الترمذي وغيره رواه الترمذي وغيره 
Ta'ib, this hadith is also collected by Ibn Majah. Ta'ib, Imam Anuwi, he mentions on the authority of Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him. Masmu Abi Hurairah, what's Abu Hurairah's name? Abdurrahman ibn Sakhar. Abdurrahman ibn Sakhar. Hal mujma'un alayh? All the scholars agree to that? Ta'ib, ma akhar? What's another possibility? Abdul Shams, Abdullah, Abdul Rahman, I sent. Men call Ahada, who used to say this? El Ulama Yaktalifuna Bismihi ila Akhtar min Thalatina Kaulan. The scholars differ into what his name may be into more than 30 possibilities. Imam al Nawawi are sent. That the Messenger alayhi salatu salam said, Min husnil Islam al from the best. Or the goodness of a person's Islam is leaving off that which does not concern him. Collective Al Imam at Tirmidhi, and other than that, or other than him. This shows that a person's Islam can be good and a person's Islam can be other than good. A person's Islam can be good and a person's Islam may not be good. وهذا الحديث أيضا يعلمنا أن مثل هذا الأمر من رأس إسلام المر. This also shows that this affair, leave it off what doesn't concern you. Minding your business, religiously. Minding your business, religiously. Father Sheikh. Min husni Islam or al-Islam. Min husni is mudaf Min husni Islam al The Sheikh is asking a grammatical question here. Did it say alif alam on Islam or not? We said it's no alif alam. It's mudaf mudaf this shows that from the most elite aspects of Islam is minding your own business. Minding your own business. But this has to be within the confines of Islam, ya ikhwan. What does that mean? Because sometimes it's upon us to care about someone else. I don't know this person, for example, but he did something that contradicts a ma'roof, something that's good. He did something evil. Now, I don't say, I gotta mind my business here. Because there's other ahadith, other ayat to show here, it is from Islam to care from time to time about someone else. What do you do if you see something wrong in Islam? You stop with your hands? You can't do that with your hands, with your tongue? If you can't do that, you hate it in your heart. Sometimes, we have them in Hadith Abi Sa'id al Khudri, under Imam Muslim. And this hadith is narrated by Abu Sa'id al Khudri, collected by Imam Muslim. The Messenger of Allah, he says, Whoever from amongst you sees something munkar, the opposite of something good, something correct, 
then let him change it with his hand. If he can't change it with his hand, let him change it with his, his tongue. If he can't change it with his tongue, then let him hate it in his heart. And this is the evil, or the most evil of Iman. The, the most lowest, of Iman. The, the weakest, rather, of Iman. This hadith is amazing. It's a tremendous hadith, brothers. يعلمنا النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام ترتيب تغيير المنكر ترتيب تغيير المنكر In this hadith, the Prophet is teaching us how to go about changing things. And many of us are far from this hadith. Nowadays, no one talks about, no one even gives no one advice, a, a, a good kalima, a good word, a reminder. No one enjoys the good, forbid the evil. Because nowadays, if you say something to the Muslim, they're going to fight. A sister's not covering correctly when I billah, her sister friend says, MashaAllah, sister, may Allah bless you. Let me give you some advice. Oh, man, auntie, who are you? Who made you the shaykha? You're not this, you're not that, you're not from my country, matter of fact. And then they just start arguing, screaming, and the likes. That's most of the situations. Nowadays, you can't say nothing to a Muslim nowadays. Even if you're right, and you shouldn't argue, if you're right and you're arguing, what should you do? Somebody's arguing. You know you're right, but you're not getting nowhere. What's better to do? To leave it off. Just leave it off. No, but I have some. Some of the some of us go too far to the left. No, I gotta I gotta correct a brother. No, it's not on you to correct nobody. It's upon you to enjoy the good and forbid the evil. You did your job. Sometimes in the road, this happens. Some of the people are from different cultures, different backgrounds, different ethnicities. This happens in many of the many masajid ikhwan. The people are praying. So the man gets closer to the other person, puts his foot next to his foot. But his foot is white, his foot is black. And sometimes the people have something in their chest. He sees that little white foot or that little black foot and then he moves over. This happens. And then you say, why are you moving over? Oh, he's white. He's black. He's Arab. He's African. He's this. He's that. So what? Even if he is all of that. Who cares, Yaqwan? All of us are the same in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Arab is not better than the non-Arab. The non-Arab is not better than the Arab. The African is not better than the non-African. The Pakistan is not better than the African. We are Muslims, Yaqwan. That's why I'm against those titles that say, the African-American Imam Symposium or the African Imam Symposium or the Arab Imam Roundtable or the White Imam Roundtable All of these titles are nowhere from Islam Rather they're causing division They're causing division Many of us, you travel across the world You have an Arab Masjid You have an African Masjid Then you have a non Arab masjid, then you have African American masjid, then you have a Pakistani masjid. Where do you go? It depends on your color, your background, your link. All of that's not from Islam, Yaqwan. All of that's not from Islam. And you see that a lot, Yaqwan. You see that a lot. Kulu None of that's from our religion, Yaqwan. Islam yajma'. Islam brings the people together. And we are the ones dividing, Yaqwan. Even sometimes in our speech. You say, hey, Somali. You call the brother, hey, Somalian one. No, you shouldn't call nobody like that. The sister walks past, hey, Arabia, the Arab girl. No, you shouldn't call nobody like that, Yaqwan. 
Islam, ya jama'a. Islam brings the people together and we divide. May Allah have us all here for us. He says here from the good of someone's Islam is the person leaving off what does not concern him. A grammatical benefit. A grammatical benefit. Grammatically this hadith is is reversed grammatically. As the Sheikh asked a grammatical question, now we talk about Arabic for a while. طيب. The Messenger of Allah said, Min husni Islam in mar. This sentence here is the khabar, is the predicate. And the tarukuhu is the mubtadi, is the subject. Grammatically. Min husni Islam in mar, tarukuhu. So the origin of the hadith is. Leaving off what does not concern you is from the good of someone's Islam. That's the origin. But here, grammatically, the Messenger of Allah said it to show hasab, uh, to show restriction. The question that most of us got wrong on the test, except a few of you, may Allah bless you. Hasab doesn't show emphasis, ya ikhwan. It shows what? Restriction. restriction. It doesn't show ta'kidan, it doesn't show emphasis. It shows restriction. So the Prophet is showing here to mother. Uh, he changed the order. So he put the khabar first. This one of the best ways to show restriction. Is that you uh, To pit forth was usually last. To pit it first shows restriction. What does that mean, Yaqwan? I say, Ana uhibbu al jama'ata min masjid al salam. Who can translate? Ana uhibbu, check my word. Ana uhibbu al jama'ata fi masjid al salam. I love the group, the brothers. The sisters are okay sometimes too, yaqwan. Shlabas. Tayyip. Some dudes is there tonight? No? We don't like them tonight. Some does not there. No sabers there? No? Oh, so I know you, Juan. Uh, one of my favorite families, uh, the North family. From the apartments there, Juan. Omar, his family, his Ummi, his sister, his Abby, his auntie. So they're one of my favorite families there, Juan. At any rate, so we like the girls sometimes. We like the brothers more. I'm they love. Perhaps I'm biased because I'm a brother. <laughs> I say, Uhibbul Jama'a fi Masjid Salam. I say, I love the Jama'a, the brothers and sisters, from Masjid Salam. Right? Now I'm going to show restriction. I'm going to change the order. Right? I'm going to change the order. Al Jama'ata min Masjid Salam Uhibbuhum. The group, the brothers and sisters from Masjid Salam, I love them. So by changing the order, it shows I don't love nobody like I love the jama'ah at Masjid Salam. Some of the brothers have multiple wives. You'll get in trouble here. Don't do this if you have more than one wife. And I'm not telling nobody to get more than one wife here. I'm not saying I don't want no one. I always try to watch my speech. 
Now the, the sister going to get mad. Now the brother's teaching the brothers to go get another wife. That's, we're not saying that. Have them in a sunnah. Why have them in a sunnah? Having one wife is a sunnah. Having another wife is also a sunnah. Some scholars say having more than one is better. That's what the scholars say. What's their proof? The ayah. As it comes in the verse, where Allah Ta'ala says, أَنْكِحُ مَا طَوَبَ لَكُمْ مِنَ نِسَامَتْنَ وَطُلَاتَ وَرَبَاعَ وَانْخِفْتُ مَا لَا تَعَدْلِفُ وَاحِدًا Allah Ta'ala says, this is Allah's words, before our sister get offended, this is Allah's words. Allah says, marry two, three, and four. Uh, marry those women who please you, two, three, and four. And if you are afraid that you cannot be just, then just marry one. Many of the scholars say, since Allah began with more than one, having more than one is better. Some scholars say that. Other scholars argue that and they say, the Messenger of Allah had one wife before he had more than one wife. They both are a sunnah. At any rate, so you brothers that have two wives, don't do this. You have one wife, do this all you wish. You say to your wife, hey, oh, hey, Buki, I love you. Alhamdulillah. Now, if you say you have two wives and you say, I love you, she's going to say, hey, but you love her also. So she's going to be mad. Tight. Grammatically, you say, Anti uhibbu. You I love. And then you say to the other one, I love you. Even in English, you I love, I love you. I don't know if this principle is the same in English, if it has the same name. Same point. Change in the order shows hasran, restriction. It means, I have two brothers, I say to this one, You I love, I love you. The meaning is different. The first one, since I changed the order, it means I don't love nobody the way I love you. You are my closest companion. Right? So this is the point here in the hadith. Min husn islam al mari is the khabar. And tarqu is the muqtadeh. Qala ma la ya'nihi. He says, that which does not concern you. A ma la tata'alaqu bihi inayatuhu wa yahtamu bihi. He says, meaning, those things that you're concerned, you have no connection to being concerned with that. لا يهتموا به The person, you're, you have no consideration for that. It's nothing to do with you. وَهَذَا مِثْلُ قَوْلِ And this is like the statement of the, of the Messenger where he said, where he says, مَنْ كَانَ يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ فَلْيَكُلْ خَيْرًا أَوْ As he says, whoever believes in Allah and the last day, then let him speak good or be quiet. Men Rawi had a hadith. Who's the narrator of this hadith, Ikhwan? Whoever, man can you min bilay waliyum al-akhir. Whoever believes in Allah and the last day, let him speak good or be quiet. Hadith Abi Huraira, I sent. Ta'uqtubuhada, write this down, Ikhwan. Men fawaidi had al-hadith from the benefits of this hadith. From the benefits of this hadith. And al-Islam jam'u al-mahasin. Islam gathers couples, joins together those things that are good. Islam gathers couples or joins together those things that are good. Yajma'a. Al-Mahasin Islam gathers 
those things that are good. You don't find any good thing, Ikhwan, except Al-Islam yatakallamu an. We'll make that benefit number two. La yara hasanan, shay'an hasanan, illa anna asla dhalika shay fil Islam. We have a sign. You don't, benefit number two. You don't find something of goodness, whatever it is, except that the origin of that thing is in Islam. You don't find anything good, you name it, except that the origin of that thing is in the religion. MashaAllah. One and two again in Arabic. أن الإسلام يجمع أن الإسلام يجمع المحاسن. Number one was أن الإسلام يجمع المحاسن. Islam gathers couples everything that is good. That was our first benefit. The second benefit was لا يرى شيئا حسنا Twin, write this down. Where's your brother tonight? Oh, assalamu alaikum. May Allah bless you. You don't find anything good except that the origin of that good is in Islam. Whatever it is, you name it. A good action, good statement, good character, whatever it is. There's a hadith I want to share with you, ya ikhwan. La'allakum sami'atum hadha al-hadith qabalu. And perhaps you already heard this hadith, ya ikhwan. Hu min hadith Abi Umam عند Imam Abi Dawood. It's collected by Imam Abu Dawood, narrated by Abu Umam al-Bahili. Qa'a Nabiya alayhi salatu salam, he said that the Messenger alayhi salatu salam, he says, Adhmanu, Adhmanu baytan fi rabad al-jannah liman tarak al-mira'a he said, I guarantee a house in the outskirts of the Jannah for the one who leaves off arguing, even if he's right. And I also, the Prophet of Allah, guarantee a house. In the middle part of the Jannah, for the one who leaves off lying, even though he's playing. MashaAllah. And I guarantee a house in the highest part of the Jannah for the one who has good character. This one hadith, the Prophet is teaching us the virtues of three things. The virtues of leaving off argumentation. Even if you're right. You're right and you're trying to prove the brother wrong, the sister wrong. You're right. You're not getting nowhere. It's better. It's okay, sister. May Allah bless you. MashaAllah. Okay. Shukran. May Allah honor you. He's also shown us the virtues of Tarakil Kediba. And the second one is extremely important because most of us do that every day. 
the virtues of leaving off lying, even though you're playing. Someone, the kids, we just got in trouble. The kids got in trouble the other day. They would do this game. They would knock on the door and then run. We did that when we were little. For example, <laughs> we would do it with older parents. The ones that take a long time to get to the door. We were bad here. <laughs> we would say, no, let's go to Mr. Mike. He's in the wheelchair. May Allah forgive us that And they would sit, we would sit and watch him, mashallah, take a long time to get to the door. Got to put his towel on, his robe. He comes up, opens the door, nobody's there. And we behind the car laughing. At any rate, lying, even though you're playing. You're having fun, but you're lying. You think you knock on the wall, and the imam goes to the door, hey, who's there? And you know it was you. So you're lying to Ummi. We do this a lot with our children, Ikhwan. Someone calls on the phone, and you say, hey, tell him Abby not here. And then a the smart kid says, my dad just told me to tell you he's not here. At any rate, we're teaching our children how to lie. If we were intelligent, we would do tadlis. How we do tadlis here? Somebody calls on the phone, you don't want to talk. What would you do? No answer. <laughs> no answer. That, that's a good one. Tell him to move and say he was just here. Hey, something like that. You want to practice tadlis. Somebody knocks on the door, go outside the door. Tell him Abby left and really leave. Don't, don't teach the children lying. Somebody answers, somebody calls you, you step outside. Hey, tell me Abby just stepped out. Oh, my dad just stepped out. So like, now you're not lying, yeah, That's how you can play Tadlis. At any rate, the likes of that you shouldn't do, yeah, But sometimes we teach how to lie, and that's not correct. And we wonder why our children don't respect us, yeah, The children are going to do usually what they see you do. Before they do what you tell them to do. If we don't pray, we can say, Nowadays, we say to the child, hey, go make your salah. Allah is looking at you. But well, you didn't pray. The best way to give da'wah is that you make the salah. It's time to pray. You prepare yourself in front of the children. MashaAllah. Let me go make wudu. Let them know. Abby's going to make some wudu. And if you don't go to the masjid, establish your salah in front of them. Allah Akbar. Let them know. Abby's, making, Abby's teaching us that we should be praying in his action. And it's one of the best ways to get da'wah in your al-a'mal, in your actions. Ta'ayat, first benefit was, Islam gathers what? Yajma'ul mahasin, all that which is good. Second benefit? La yura shay'an hasanan illa al-islam. MashaAllah, Every day I love you brothers and sisters more and more and more and more. Can we repeat the second one? La yura shay'an hasanan. You don't find anything good, any action of goodness, anything of goodness, except except that the origin of this thing is found in Islam. So we're going to mention one last benefit, Ikhwan. Now this is Shaykh Udaymin Rahimallah. He gives us tremendous benefit. He says, the goodness of Islam, kulluha, all of it. Mahasinul Islam, kulluha. 
the beauties and the goodness of Islam, all of it, can be grouped together in two words. The entire Islam, all of the beauty of Islam, all of the, the goodness of Islam, can be grouped together in two words. Al-Adilu wal-Ihsan. Al-Adilu wal-Ihsan. Being just. To remind to myself firstly, Ikhwan. Al-Adilu being just. Wal-Ihsan. And doing good. Al-Adilu or you can say. And worshiping Allah as if you see him. And although you don't see him. You know he sees you. Al-Adilu wal-Ihsan. Justice. And he uses his proof as his proof as it comes to Surah Al-Nahl. As Allah Ta'ala says, Where Allah Ta'ala says in Surah Al-Nahl, And verily your law, Allah commands Bil-Adil with justice Wal-Ihsan. And Ihsan. Ihsan can be one of two things. Generally and specifically. Generally, Ihsan is a good deed that you do good. Every aspect of goodness is Ihsan. That's generally. Specifically, and Ya Yaraka. Specifically, it means to worship Allah as if you see him. And although you don't see him, you know that he sees you. So he says. All of the goodness of Islam can be tied to two words. Al-Adil, justice, wal-Ihsan. And you may say perfection as an okay translation. It means either to do good deeds or to worship Allah as if you see Him. Everything about Islam can be tied back to these two things. Everything. Al-Adil, justice, wal-Ihsan. When you speak, Try to speak with justice and ihsan. When you're with your companions, try to behave with them with justice and ihsan. Your worship, when you stand in front of Allah, stand in front of Allah with justice and ihsan. So today we started the hadith number 12. It's an easy hadith to most of you, alhamdulillah. That's a benefit from Shaykh Uthameen. If our sisters don't have anything to mention, somebody had their hand up? Huh? So Wednesday, we're going to read this hadith. Naam. Are we going to what? Did we do third? Um, I think, from what I, let's take the sisters. Um, she's encouraging us to do this, inshallah. List, inshallah, that's what I'm getting from my speech. They both are real small hadith. How about we try to do 12 and 13, inshallah ta'ala. Right? So we have 12 hadith Abi Huraira and the hadith that most of you know already, hadith Anas. How much time we got, Yaqwan? So I'll say it, you say it, I'll say it, you say it. So we did the hadith number 12. We're going to try to add this time two hadith. طيب 13 عن أبي حمزة عن أبي حمزة أنس بن مالك 
Anas ibn Malik radiyallahu ta'ala anhu radiyallahu ta'ala anhu khadimi rasulillahi khadimi rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qala qala afan عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا يؤمن أحدكم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخيه حتى يحب لأخيه ما يحب لنفسه ما يحب لنفسه رواه البخاري ومسلم رواه البخاري ومسلم on the authority of Abu Hamza who was Anas ibn Malik may Allah be pleased with him the servant of the messenger والسلام, the one who served wasn't his servant he served the messenger والسلام, helping the prophet of Allah with his daily needs he stayed with him for how many years ikhwan? 10 years he said a tremendous statement about that occurrence what did Anna say here? he said that he never told him why did he do this to him huh? he never told him why did he do this to him right, he said I stayed with the messenger of Allah for 10 years وَمَا قَالَ لِي لِشَيْءٍ لَمْ أَفْعَلَهُ لِمَاذَ مَا فَعَلْتَ And he never said to me, for something I didn't do, why didn't you do that? Look at the manners of the Prophet. For 10 years, he never said to me, for something I didn't do, لِمَاذَ مَا فَعَلْتَ Why didn't you do that? And he didn't say to me, لِشَيْءٍ فَعَلْتُهُ لِمَاذَ فَعَلْتَ And he didn't say to me, for something I did, why did you do that? That's hard to do, ya ikhwan. You see a child, hey, why did you do that? And you're not trying to teach them anything. That's different if you're uh, ta'aleem, man. You're teaching them. The sister does something, hey, why did you do that? Why didn't you do it this way? Why did... That's hard, ya khwan. Not to do or not to say, why didn't you do that? Why did you do that? Why didn't you do that? Sometimes we are sa'al or sa'al. We are very acquisitive people. We ask this and this. Many of us... No benefit. Just asking and asking and asking and asking. The companions weren't like that. And this shows a tremendous quality of the Messenger for 10 years. He never rebuked Anas for something that he didn't do. And nor did he say to him for something that he did do. Why did you do that? And this shows the quality and the character of our Messenger. The Prophet said, None of you truly believes. And to he loves for his brother, what he loves for himself. Our last benefit, some scholars say this is a condition of your iman to be complete. This hadith. As the Prophet said, that none of you truly believes. There are two ways to understand this hadith. One is Kamalul Iman. iman. The first way is that your iman is not complete until you do it. None of you truly believe. That's how I translated it the first time. But there are two different ways. Depends on how you look at the hadith. First way, none of you truly believes until he loves for his brother with lust for himself. That's a condition. Meaning your iman is deficient until the sister loves for her sister what she loves for herself. Until she does that, her iman is naqis, deficient. Second way, you have no iman at all until you do this. Meaning, the person has no iman at all until he loves for his brother what he loves for himself. So there are two ways to understand this hadith. And this hadith is collected by Bukhari Muslim. And we'll stop there, ikhwan.
may Allah bless you all. Wa subhanaka lahum wa bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiru wa atubu ni. Man yurid an yu'adhin wa sifadhi dhan tanayni akwaan. Where they hand of course is Masallah. Alhamdulillah, Salah, Inshallah. May Allah bless you. May Allah bless you. Thank you.